0: Hey, it's Brennan Jannetty. And I'm Devin O'Haron <laughs> And
1: um, hi, this is what we look like if you're watching us.
0: I'm so uncomfortable. I'm not used to this.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, you're listening to Music You're Missing.
0: Season three.
1: That is right. Um, we are actually really, really very, I know we say it all the time, but I'm so stoked to be back because we have put in so much freaking <laughs> work for this season and it is finally under wraps. Our biggest change, I guess, for you guys is, hi, we are now on YouTube. I don't know if you are going to interact with this video. If you do, I would love to know if you didn't know what we looked like previously. If this what is what you, you expected, thought. because I love like when I was younger, I used to Google uh, like radio personalities that I knew and just be like, yeah, that's not what I thought you looked like.
0: I don't know. I feel like my voice, like, I mean, there's not not much imagination to give.
1: I don't know. And. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, Devin, you, it makes sense. I don't know. I feel like for me, because I have an absolute crazy view of myself, and I will never realize that I'm a person, I will, (laughs) I can't imagine, like, my voice, like, I don't know. I think my voice sounds different on the podcast than it does in my head.
0: It sounds different in person, too. What? (laughs) What? I don't know. Listen, oh, like when we listen back to like edits oh, yeah. and stuff, I'm like that. Just like Brendan doesn't sound no. like he does in person. It,
1: I mean, I definitely have a radio voice too from from my days. Oh my god, you're there. so cool.
0: Okay, whatever. But back on track. We're mm-hmm. starting season mm-hmm. three. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. Go check us out on both so you can finally see what we look like. And we have some amazing artists coming up for you.
1: For real. They are some of our favorites that we reached out to. So it is really cool to bring you guys artists that we love.
0: And that we've been working hard to get for a really long time.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think we're finally at a place. And I love being able to share this with you guys as well. Like, we're finally at a place where, like... I don't have to worry if artists are gonna say no.
0: <laughs> and it's just nice because like people reach out to us, and I'm like, "Yes, bro, I've been listening to your music for months." Of mm. course, like and
1: it's also like, "Thank you, you just saved me an email that I had to send." So yeah. thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Um, but as always, if you have any recommendations for artists you would like to get on the show, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram at Music You're Missing Podcast.
0: Who are who do we have
1: up this week? Yes, so for enough, today, enough of all that. Uh, Bullshit. yeah that's a better word than i was going to say uh we have for our very first artist of season three journal please cammy petten get
2: me off of this
1: ride
2: i don't know where it goes so over a
0: queen herself. Some of you might know her from YouTube.
1: Because your girl has 500 plus thousand subscribers on YouTube. She is a vlogger turned singer.
0: Well, when you hear that first, you're like, you don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people who have tried to convert and it just hasn't worked out and the careers have been taken off but this is not the case with cammy no
1: this is like yeah you won't know what to expect when you see this music video or when you hear her music because it is like so uniquely awesome
0: I'm just excited to meet her. Well, not meet her, I guess it's virtually, but just to talk to her and like see or like hear kind of more about that transition.
1: Anyhow, before we get her on the line, her brand new track, <laughs> Tired, is streaming atop the Music You're Missing playlist now.
0: Can't feel my
1: On the line, we are joined by Cami Petten. How's it going, cammy
2: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: Hey, so you are originally from San Diego, yes or no? Yes. yes. So
0: <laughs> yes, we did correct. our research. We did. Right. Okay,
1: but it's, it's from like a smaller neighborhood in San Diego.
0: Yeah, I grew
2: up in a town called Encinitas, which is like a real tiny beach town. Everyone wears flip-flops and does yoga.
0: So I literally cool. <laughs> know exactly where that is. My family all is in Ocean Beach. So. Oh, nice. okay and not too far. Yeah, not at all.
1: I mean, that must have shaped you into like the creative that you are today.
2: Yeah, I think so. Like I didn't realize like how slow of a town it was until I moved to L.A., of course. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. But I really appreciate that I had that just. Yeah, more of a slow mentality before I got into like the hustle and bustle because I can like tap back into it. We're
1: from Boston and like growing up, I didn't live directly in the city, but I experienced mm-hmm. a lot of the city. And I remember uh, I had family out in Florida in like near the Daytona Beach area, whenever I would mm-hmm. visit them and like I would go to a business, they'd be like, oh no, yeah. we're closed. We're at the beach. And I'm like, what? We don't we don't have like beach time. Like we, we're very regimented, but other areas are just like, yep. you know, beach and leisure are their first priority. Truly can't relate. Wish I could.
2: <laughs> like, uh, this is every time I tell someone who's not from California this, they're like, what the actual fuck? Uh, but for my in high school, I had surf PE. So instead of taking regular PE, we met at the beach at 6 a.m. and he was just like, all right, go surf for
1: two hours. No way. <laughs>
0: That's priority. Yeah. Like, priority is surfing. And then, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So does yeah, everyone cool. just know how to surf then? Like, or because or, like I walked the mile. Like, were there people that walked the, the surf? So,
2: yeah, that was me. Um, I like growing up here, almost everyone surfs. And I was like, I am. I'm going to be a beach surf girl. That's going to be me. That's what I was born to be. But turns out I'm so bad at surfing and the ocean <laughs> terrifies me. So it didn't work. At some point I was just like, hey, can I not surf and just walk up and down into the beach?
1: <laughs> that is so cool. And now you're out in L.A., correct?
2: Yeah, I'm visiting. my. Uh, I've been staying with my parents for a little bit because, you know, just crazy COVID. But I'm oh, about yeah. to move back to L.A. Uh, this weekend, actually.
0: So what encouraged the move from San Diego to L.A.? Um, I'm just making myself look like a weenie so far, but like (laughs) um, it was elections last year.
2: And, you know, just 2020 was just like really crazy. And living through 2020 made me very paranoid living in L.A. And I was like, it's going to be election. Something crazy is going to happen. Like, I don't know. So I got really scared and moved back to my parents. And I was like, "Well, I'm I'm saving a lot of money. So I stayed here a couple months. And now I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here.
0: (laughs) It's okay. We can all
2: relate. That's for sure.
1: Do, Do you have any like special travel spots that you like to head to, especially being on the West Coast?
2: I haven't done too much travel in the US actually, but Seattle... Used to be, like, my favorite city to go to. And, like, I'm a massive Nirvana fan. So, like, uh, there's so much just, like, mem- memorabil- memorabilia there. I don't think that's the right word, but regardless. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I really like Seattle and, like, the Redwoods up in NorCal. Yeah, I love traveling. I mean, rip to traveling. I know. <laughs> but Honestly, I just want concerts.
1: Uh, in Texas, I think. Oh, there was a... 55,000 person attended a sports game. I forget what sport it was, but it was sold out.
0: How? (laughs) And that is why we still have COVID. Thank you, Texas. How is that fair?
1: Like I don't even understand. And that's the thing is like, even if like music could never, you could never even po- po- post a concert because one, it's just bad press, but also it's so not True. safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, seriously. Even when they did try to do make them safe, like the Chainsmoker concert, oh. when like it, shit just hit the fan and like people just mosh pitted. I believe. Yeah, I saw that. It was like COVID safe, and I was like, that no. doesn't really no. look that way.
1: <laughs> you know, that's like one. Way that the world has probably changed like forever in terms of COVID. Like we'll probably start seeing more like drive-in shows and things like that. Cami, I'm wondering, is there anything that has changed like forever because of COVID that you're kind of like, okay, like we should have been doing this all along?
2: You know, okay. So I'm like a major introvert. So like when we started like quote unquote quarantining, I was like, nothing has changed in my life. So I think that will forever, like, I don't know. I feel like... Like socializing, which is like a horrible thing that it has like distance itself. But also like as an introvert, I'm like, I kind of like the fact that people are learning to be alone. And like, definitely, I feel like it has caused a shift in like socializing or made it more like, OK, to stay home and say no.
1: you know. Definitely. And even just like hanging out with yourself is a thing that people are now yeah. aware that they can do. Because obviously, you know, you've been yourself since you were born, but you kind of forget that you can like be your friend, too. Totally.
2: Yeah. COVID, quarantine, 2020, all sucks but it does have like a sprinkle of like okay fine yeah for sure for sure.
1: you know i think it's funny you said you're an extrovert because you've been introvert introvert. oh sorry that's what i meant um an introvert because you've been sharing so much of you know your life on on youtube for years now yeah Uh, i'm just wondering because i i think i even feel the same way like i've been podcasting and radio but i'm definitely you know i keep to myself a lot i'm wondering Mm -hmm. why you chose to like broadcast yourself
2: i think about this all the time because like you put a camera in front of me or put me like on a stage and i'm like it's it's motherfucking go time <laughs> like hell yeah but then you asked me to like have a dinner with two people and i'm having a full-blown meltdown yeah like i don't understand it but i also think because i'm an introvert and i've grown up being like quite a loner i guess i found like youtube and was like wow i can talk to people without having to talk to people like it and it just became my comfort zone um And I was able to like actually express myself in a way that didn't give me extreme anxiety, you know, (laughs) so um, which is ironic. Again, I don't really fully understand it, but that's why I chose to do it because it it was super therapeutic to me because I wouldn't really talk to many people and just like keep to myself. So it was my outlet still is but yeah
1: I mean I totally understand I feel like it's it's not necessarily a performance like you're allowed to be yourself yeah. to the to like the crazy extremes the things that make you you and you don't have to worry about like that judgment of people watching you because they watch you in mm. the aftermath and it's like what like whatever it's already out there and I'm I'm confident with like the final edit or whatever uh, it's yep. just funny how like YouTube and content can have that because like you said it doesn't make sense but it does
2: Mm -hmm. and I always think about it I'm like if someone doesn't want to watch my video or hear me talk they can just click off yeah like if someone's face to face to me and they don't like me I'm like I probably have to stay with them for a couple more hours (laughs) like yeah that's true it's
0: so stressful and I feel like all your followers they're like your friends at this point it's nice because I feel like you both know each other, even though you mm-hmm. like might not have met all five hundred thousand of them in person <laughs> or whatever yeah. the, the number is. But it's like they do know you, and you know them. Yeah, way, I genuinely so feel fun. like
2: yeah, I genuinely feel like they're my friends and family. Like I, I hate the word even fans because I'm like I doesn't really feel that way because I they know everything about, more about me than like people in my personal life do. It's just so bizarre, <laughs> but I'm super thankful for it.
1: I mean, you've done a lot of funny things on your YouTube channel, such as like (laughs) eating what Beyonce ate in a day or Ariana Grande (laughs) or or, I mean, and then to the extent of like you're very open about like your struggles and whatnot. If someone's like, hey, what type of content do you make? Like, what would you say?
2: Oh, my God. I hate when people ask me that. (laughs) I'm like, I always just say like lifestyle stuff because then they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like whatever i eat like beyonce like (laughs) i don't really want to answer it but now like my content has changed to like more music based and stuff so i just say i'm about about music but back in the day like i used to make like crazy vegan concoctions so i people would be like show me a youtube and i'd be like please no
1: (laughs) (laughs) i saw a tiktok about this recently and it's like i will put myself out there for strangers i will do anything for a stranger but if someone in my life wants to see my content like nope no
2: (laughs) yeah right it's so ridiculous like if back before i started music and was like just primarily a youtuber if anyone asked me like if i met them when i was out they asked me what do i do i would always say video editor and like i wouldn't let anyone find out because i'm like i don't want you to open my youtube in front of me and see a thumbnail of me like with this crazy it's just bizarre oh
0: my god when they google you it must be like what i thought she was just a video editor what is this i know (laughs) I'm like, yeah. So I made a giant gummy bear last week,
2: whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like you said, you're kind of making that transition or not kind of. I mean, you have. You've made that transition to now, you know, you're pursuing music uh, for real (laughs) and not just like a a cover artist. Like you have some very legit tracks in production. Thank you. How I I know you kind of started, I think, 2018 um, to Mm. start like training for music. What was it that made you say? it's time. It is time for me to focus on music now.
2: It's so strange because um, I started music on a whim. Like I've wanted to do it my whole life. But then when I was 22, I got out of an ugly breakup and was like, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be a whole new bitch. Like I'm going to follow my dreams and just like be the best me. And like the first thing that came to mind was like, I should finally pursue this dream that I've been too scared of my whole life. So i I booked a vocal lesson just on a whim and was like, if I hate it, I'll never go back. But after that lesson, for some reason, like I fell so deeply in love with the art, even though I was so bad. That's why it like doesn't make sense to me. Cause on that day I decided like, this is what I'm going to do career wise. And I like started dedicating like all my time and money to it as much as I could. That's why I like, when I think about it, it doesn't really make sense. Cause I was so stubborn in it and I didn't have a single person believing me in the beginning. Like I had to like I barely believed in myself because I like really had to learn a lot. But yeah, as I progressed more, things started falling into place. I started making music and I realized like, oh, shit, like this could actually be a thing. And once I put out my first song and just realized like I can actually do this and people actually like it, I realized like there's literally nothing I'm going to put my money and time into elsewise.
0: But like yeah, your yeah. YouTube friends, were they? Yeah. Um, really supportive in the music career or switching or were they like kind of blindsided when you're like, this is my new song? Yeah, they were super supportive. I mean, I had so many people like unfollowing and being like, where's the vegan
2: content? (laughs) Um, Rightfully so. I mean, but so it was an organic, a slow transition of people that stuck around that believed in me and like stuff.
1: When you transition to music you like you really did it you were like f- trained and then the yeah. stuff that you're putting out is like top notch it's not like amateur <laughs> especially with you know your newest release tired mm. everything about it is so artistic and it it really seems like you're a seasoned vet within in the music industry
2: oh yeah thank you so much <laughs> i appreciate that no. like i said like from the first day i had like a psychotic drive to make this happen <laughs> so yeah it was balls to the wall baby <laughs>
1: get me off of this ride i want to go back home get me off of this ride.
2: tired of the beginning of quarantine when like I don't know about you guys but I was on my phone so much my like you know an app the, uh, the phone tells you like how many hours oh, you're yeah. on your phone I was like oh that's embarrassing <laughs> like 11 hours a day I'm not even I, I don't know how <laughs> anyways being on social media for that long a day really had like a detrim- detrimental impact on like my self-esteem and just like of course going through quarantine and just life and anything and I just went through this period of being like extremely self-conscious and every day I was like picking myself apart and like panicking about the future and my career and everything that I'm just like doing and I just fell into the spiral of just being super insecure until one day I realized like I was just so exhausted of it it was like a daily routine of feeling this way and I just like opened up my lyrics book and was like I'm so tired of feeling so much and I was like oh Oh shit, <laughs> that could turn into a song. And like, once I opened myself up to like allowing to myself to feel all this like frustration and trying to let it go, the song kind of just like poured out of me, which doesn't always happen with lyrics, but this one, like the f- first verse and pre-chorus and like a potential chorus just like came out in like 15 minutes sitting. So yeah, it was kind of my moment of time of deciding like I am done feeling this way and feeling sorry for myself. I'm going to turn turn flip a switch and try to you know step it up be better because i do think like being self-conscious obviously is not a decision but confidence starts with a decision i think um and that's what this song
1: really feels like to me wow i love that that
0: was a beautiful way of putting it (laughs) i really i really like
1: that yeah for sure i think you know when i heard this track i was like oh man like this is actually what i'm going through right now and it was oh shit you know Mm -hmm. when COVID hit i was like Okay, like obviously, travesty or whatever, tragedy, but I'm enjoying this lack of responsibility. And then eventually I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I need some responsibility back. And then I got it back and I'm like, okay, I actually don't need this anymore. And it's like, I'm just tired. Like, will I ever win or will I always just be tired? Like, where is that middle ground? And like you said, like, you really have to. It, it, obviously, it's not always a choice. There are, you know, things that actually limit you, like chemical imbalances and totally. whatnot. Yeah. But, you know, there are some times where it is a choice and you, you do have the choice to, to do something to make you happy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. It's almost like self-sabotage when you are glued to social media and you are feeling like crap, at least for myself. I almost like don't want to do the things that make me feel better. Yeah, it's so weird. But so I have to make myself go meditate, which almost instantly helps. I love reading. Reading is like a part of my daily routine. It's one of my favorite things. Also, I have a cat. I don't know. If probably see him back there. <laughs> Actually, he's up there. And I just showed you my dirty closet, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I love just like chilling with my cat. He's my best friend. <laughs> and going on walks and like getting myself to work out helps a lot too.
1: Incorporating reading is something that I really want to do. And I've tried so many times. And like, I think I, I read this one book called Atomic Habits lately I mm, know, I've heard have of it be, yeah yeah that's like a really good read because you're reading but it's also kind of goes back to like that meditation where it could be your meditation for the day like if you read it like, yeah and then you want to like mm. take some time for yourself
2: yeah I've heard that book is really good it's been on my list for a while
1: definitely check it out I listen to it as like an audiobook and like if I'm nice. like I'll, as I'm getting ready I'll play it and I'm like this is awesome this is like the motivation <laughs> I need
2: yeah it's <laughs> a great way to start the day
0: some sure. inspiration
1: sorry I kind of derailed the conversation from tired I would love
0: to get no to no to worries at all
1: talking about it, specifically the music video. Uh, yes. The imagery in that is awesome. Like the, the black and thank white you. contrast. I can just tell like you're the visionary behind it.
2: Oh, thank <laughs> you. I love that you could tell that. Oh, for <laughs> sure.
1: What made you like say like this is the color scheme and we need the chains. We need all of this.
2: Fun fact, before I dropped out of school, I was actually going to school for cinematography and I my dream was to work on music video sets. And I love the fact that now I get to live both my dreams. <laughs> um, so that being said, I'm super hands on with my my music videos and like normally I listen to my song over and over until like an image forms in my head and then my poor cinematographer I send him like seven pages of like a treatment and I was like I want this and this and this and he's like okay well you're still independent and have a small budget feeling insecure always feels like being chained up to me and I wanted to like represent like those thoughts as these like weird evil minions so I just had this image of like these minions chaining me up and pulling me apart and also being on a stage like it's like this show because that's what it feels like it's so silly when you're insecure because if you just like take your Take a step away from it. It's like, wait, what the hell is this? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. I really love the color scheme of like white, black and blue and just minimalistic things. I think it's a little bit alienesque, but also dark. I have a lot of like, I just, like, I, I love dark things, clearly. <laughs> The whole concept kind of came into my head. My cinematographer came up with the underwater scene. Like I said, I've done yoga and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to be totally fine. I can hold my breath underwater. He's like, no, you need to train for it. And I was like, I meditate. I'll be fine. (laughs) Turns out I was not fine. And I like panicked after 10 seconds underwater. So it took so (laughs) many shots to get them. But we made it happen.
1: Yeah, We have the numbers. It has how many views under a week? I think
0: 43,000. I believe. Yeah.
1: That is awesome. People are responding to it so well. How, how, how are you feeling now that it's finally out in the world? Because I know you had, like you said, you've written it a, a few months back now. And now it's yeah. finally out.
2: I feel like I was waiting like so long for it to finally come out. So this was the biggest music video set that I worked on. I sold merch beforehand specifically to fund it. And like every single dollar went to funding the music video, uh, which allowed us to have uh, like a higher production so I think people were a bit like taken back, like, whoa, you've really stepped it up with the music video. So I was just so happy to see people say that. And just that being said, I think people, I don't know, people reacted really well, more than I could even like anticipate. I'm I'm still blown away because I started music at an older age. Like I still get so shocked like like you were saying you're like you're doing the damn thing every day I drive I'm just like what I'm doing the damn thing <laughs> I don't know if that will ever go away I'm gonna be like on the stage and be
0: like holy shit <laughs> yeah so yeah I'm, I'm super thankful for people reacting really positively and you recorded tired in May of 2020 right Mm-hmm. yeah okay so it's almost why did you decide to release it almost a year after you recorded it
2: um Honestly, I... I'm impatient. If I can release my songs right away after I record them, I would. But like I had to like shoot the music video, yeah. get the money for it. And then it was the holidays. So it's like a really boring reason of like I just had to wait logistically.
1: <laughs> yeah, but honestly, yeah. like I love, you know, hearing that because that's not something like fans get to know. is like, yeah, like people that yeah. we're people too. Like we we actually just yeah. like, had Christmas that we had to do. So that's why. Yeah, that. yeah.
0: <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people they're like, Oh, you woke up, recorded a song, and then it's release the next day like it's a process you guys right? like it doesn't yeah. all like yeah 100 percent.
1: you're like a, a living example of you if you really want something like you can go after it Um, And I know that you have this TikTok series of giving advice to people who want to get into the music industry. What are some like your top tier advices? Advices? (laughs) Advices. Advice, I guess. Yeah, I guess what's your advice? Um, I feel like there should be a word for like advices. Anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) what is like some advice you'd give to someone who might want to start from scratch? I don't
2: know. For myself, my number one pillar when it comes to music is authenticity because I feel like it's so easy to try to be like, like the biggest thing right now or like this artist and that artist. And I feel like that really causes you to lose your true artistry and like focusing on yourself and your authenticity and also like helped me a lot with my insecurities of being like, I'm not good enough and being like, wait a minute, I'm me. Like maybe I can't sing like freaking Ariana Grande, but I can sing like Cami motherfucking Penn. <laughs> so um, I think that's really important to, to start with when getting into the music industry. And also there's so much learning material online like when I first started I got a second job to start paying for like the music and stuff and I would get to my job like three hours early just so I can like try to learn music production in like music theory and just like everything. I think it's really important to just try to educate yourself as much as you can. Also have fun with it.
1: I I think that's so true. There's uh, the Internet now is like it never was before. There's so many resources. And even with like TikTok,
0: there's people like you that are like, I saw your like step by step how you write all your music and all your like it's just crazy how the little things that you don't expect you can learn from.
2: I started that series on TikTok because I spent so many hours trying to learn these like complex topics of like music theory and like lyrics and just everything on my own. And I realized like there's really simple ways of learning these things, but like the way they're taught are just, I don't know. It was definitely a challenge to teach myself a lot of this stuff. For sure,
1: I 100% so, agree, yeah. especially like studying music business. It, the things yeah. that were learned, it's like, or that we're taught rather, it's It's taught from this such like elitist vocabulary, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't comprehend. (laughs) Like, neither can (laughs) anyone in this class. Like, we need it, you know, spoken how how people speak, and like, yeah. I I could go on about like education, and I think that's awesome. Mm. You know, you're really providing a service to to not just your fans because TikTok, you know, you can reach anyone. So to anyone, really.
0: A lot of Mm. the people who are teaching this stuff are not are no longer in the business, and things are ever changing and like it just so fast yeah you can do something completely different than the way it was done last year
1: yeah that's so true Mm -hmm.
0: so you just like it's while all the there's like these people who are like they look great on paper they don't they might not necessarily know the best yeah that makes me think of like one of
2: the things that has helped me mostly as an artist is something i need to always remind myself is there's technically no rules when it comes to music and I feel like with education, there's putting so many like so many rules and ceilings, which is are there for a reason. But also it can really restrict you as an artist. So I, that's always really important for me to remember,
0: especially that- something so abstract as music. Like, yeah. It yeah, shouldn't seriously like the fact that, like, there's people who have to like take tests on like, yeah, it's, like it blows my mind because mm-hmm. it just it's so unique and. Abstract, like yeah. I said, it
1: just—I don't know. I love that you said. Absolutely. I literally was driving today, and I was like, yeah. in my head, and that is like it, the conversation with myself ended by saying, "There are no rules, so you need to like stop yes. but, because there aren't." And and I mean, if you're, if your head's in the right space and and you pretty much know a little bit what you're doing, like you're doing okay, <laughs> like you know, like yeah. you got to stop just like beating yourself up because there are no rules, and if you try your Absolutely. best, that's all that matters. Truly, I know yep. it's cliche, but it's truly
2: seriously yeah you're your own worst enemy like when it comes to chasing your dreams like most people don't get there just because they're too scared to start that's why i always say like chase your dreams even if they scare the shit out of you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the fact Mm -hmm. that you just did that like the fact that your musical story is just like (laughs) so wild i I like i i just feel like i've never heard anything who's like Anything like that. Because
1: another thing is, like, I'm sure you could have reached out to someone and been like, I want to record a song. I don't know how to sing. Mm -hmm. Can you produce it for me? But, like, to actually really kind of learn the craft and and understand what you're actually getting yourself into is so important. And that's clearly why you're seeing success.
2: Thank you. Yeah. And it's definitely been worth it.
1: queen
0: absolute queen
1: i loved her she was so freaking cool
0: brendan i feel like you and her just vibed especially at the end when you're talking about like yoga and meditation and your book that you're reading the atomic
1: atomic habits if you're listening girl i hope you bought that or i hope you got uh what is it what's the app i uh,
0: kindle amazon guys
1: why don't i remember this audible audible no, honestly, hey guys. Um so if you are looking for a new podcast, this is what I've I've been looking for a new podcast to listen to. Um and what I actually realized is I wanted an audiobook because I don't I didn't want to listen to a new podcast. I actually just wanted to like listen to something from start to end like over a multiple of days. This isn't even an ad, but audiobooks, man. Awesome.
0: I love for them. That's how I fall asleep. Then insomnia really? yeah, just
1: Disappear
0: is when I turn on an audio I fall
1: asleep every damn night to uh, white sound, white noise. You're the
0: worst type of person. No,
1: it's actually like scientifically proven to like be good for the brains. So.
0: Okay, this is getting All too right. off topic. Back to <laughs> Cammy. Cammy, I love her. Her authenticity from that interview was exactly what I wanted for after like listening to her music and watching her music videos and her YouTube videos and TikToks. I feel like that is the exact person that I was getting from those videos. And it's so nice when they translate onto the interviews.
1: And I think that's so important whenever you are, because of course she is a, a singer, but she also is like a, a brand, a, a personality, a brand. And I think that's so important when you are making these like YouTube videos and TikTok content is she's very herself in these videos. Um, she's
0: relatable. There's some people that you are like, that's definitely not your real personality. Yeah, and like yeah. they're just making up shit. Like she was not like
1: that at all. Definitely. I'm so excited to see like kind of how her music career takes off even more once COVID kind of the fucking leaves the music industry. <laughs> uh, and I can only imagine like her on tour would be so fire. So go check her out on Instagram, TikTok, at Cammie.Pettin. You can also send her a text message. Ooh. At and let me get my phone for this one. <laughs> 310-359-0756. Send her a text message. Tell her that we sent Tell her that we sent.
0: Yeah, you. just say, I just listened to Music You're Missing. Honestly, 10 out of 10 Honestly, podcasts. Yeah. I love your song, Tired, even more.
1: And on that note, we say goodbye. But first, make sure you're following us on TikTok and Instagram and... Um, Spotify,
0: Spotify, you have to go oh, listen yeah, to our, our playlist, playlist, Music You're Missing.
1: Yeah, just search Music You're Missing um, and you'll find it. That's all.
0: Everything pops up.
1: All right. Peace out.
0: Bye. Want to hear something amazing?
2: Oh, and feel free to tell your friends, too. So, Kohl's? They're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network Grilling Essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select Style's 15% offer ends May 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.